Yes, we do continue, as Gwen mentioned, our sermon series this week. Last week, I'm going to give you a mini quiz. Is everybody ready for a mini quiz? Yes, you are. I didn't hear a lot of uh, happy yeses there. (laughs) You're going to get it right, I'm sure of it. I'm going to ask you what we talked about last week, and we're going to repeat this every week so we remind ourselves of the series. Okay, ready? Church is... Oh, you're so good. Church is for everyone. Absolutely. I still believe it as strongly today as I did last week, no doubt. This week, we're going to briefly talk about this. Church is community. Church is community. Now, I I need you to know I'm saying briefly because we could talk for so long about what this means. We could define community and understand it, and there's so many different ways and angles to look at the idea of community. I mean, we could just go on and on, but we won't do that today. We do have to be a little thoughtful of our time today, but we will touch on this. Church is community. First of all, thank you. Thank you for your responses to my request. Church is. What is church to you? Oh, I've heard from so many of you. Thank you. Thank you. It means so much to me. And I've heard really heart-moving stories. You've shared deeply with me, and I, and I appreciate that so much. I, I consider that an honor to hear your stories. I've also received some beautiful poetry and authentic responses and, and even responses talking about what an authentic response is, right? I mean, it's, it's been very interesting to hear, and, and I appreciate what that says to me is you are digging deep and trying to figure that out for yourself, and I am thankful for that. One of the most frequent answers that I've seen is this, church is community. Church is community. This morning's gospel lesson speaks to this a bit. We hear the story of Jesus not being respected in his own hometown. Not being respected. To the point that the scripture says that Jesus said he was amazed. He was amazed at their disbelief. So what does Jesus do? in response to this. Well, I know what I might do. It's really hard when the people you think are going to be in your corner aren't. Isn't that hard? I bet you've been there before, haven't you? When, when you think the people who are going to support you and, and, and be excited about a new venture that you're entering on, or, or even when just you share your heart with folks that you think know you and, and will love you, and they discourage you, oh, that's heartbreaking, isn't it? It's tempting when that happens, to, to lay down and, and feel just really rotten, <laughs> to think, well, maybe, uh, maybe that really wasn't what I was supposed to do. Maybe I'll choose a different path instead. Or to get angry. There's all these emotions that we can have. 
What does Jesus do? Jesus creates a community. (laughs) That's the response of Jesus. He creates a community. He calls the disciples. He sends them out to do great ministry. And he keeps on teaching. I mean, that happens right after this discouraging moment that he has. And that is what we do as well. We seek out community. This is not only the story of Jesus, this is our story. The story of community. And this is the story of King Avenue United Methodist Church. You are known for being radically caring. You are known for welcoming everyone into this community. Now, you and I both know that we don't always get community right. Have you ever noticed that? That that we don't always get things right? Who here can agree with that? Thank you so much for your honesty because it's the truth. We don't always get things right. We're not always perfect. We're not always at our best. We're not always kind, even though we want to be. Sometimes being part of a community is downright challenging. We don't always see eye to eye. Being human is, well, messy. It's just messy. Being people of faith is, well, messy. A book I loved in my early 20s was written by a youth ministry guru, so to speak, who has since passed away, Mike Iaconelli. If any of you are familiar, Mike Iaconelli. He wrote a book entitled Messy Spirituality. I love that book. It's like a good friend, and I, as I have wrote it about it in my sermon today, I, uh, I think I need to go back and revisit it. Messy spirituality. It reminds us that we don't always get it right. But can I say this to you about church community? It's not about getting it right. It's about doing it. It's about stepping into life together. It's about extending ourselves to one another. It's about being gracious to you and you to me. And we're not always going to get it right, but that's okay. We'll forgive each other, and we'll keep on keeping on together. That's what community is about. Another favorite author of mine and a famous preacher who has also passed away. Some of you may be familiar with him as well. His name is Fred Craddock. Fred Craddock. He tells some beautiful stories, and this one in particular just uh, made me want to share it with you this morning. 
He talks about when he first started out in ministry, he moved to a small town, a place on Watts Bar Lake, he says, between Chattanooga and Knoxville, Tennessee, a little village. It was the custom in that church at Easter to have baptismal service on Easter Sunday afternoon. Now, his church believes in immersion for baptism. And so the baptismal service was held not only beside the lake, but in the lake. And so they would wade into the water and he would baptize those who had signed up and taken the baptism classes. And, and afterwards they would come out and they'd set up, kind of rigged up some, some space where folks could get their clothes changed and dry off. And they had started a, a big, beautiful campfire. And so uh, they always did it the same way. They were big into tradition. I bet we can't understand that at all, can we? <laughs> Are you all sitting in your rightful seats? Exactly. <laughs> I'm not criticizing because I do the same thing. <laughs> yes. So, so they always did it the same way. And it would start off with Glenn Hickey. Always Glenn Hickey. He introduced the new people. He would give their names, where they lived, their work. Then the rest of them would form a circle around them. And while they stayed warm at the fire, the ritual was that every person, and you didn't get a pass, every person in the church, in the circle, would go around and give their name. And they would say this, my name is Becky. And if you ever need somebody to bake you a peach pie, I'm your person. Just give me a call. My name is so-and-so. If you ever need anybody to chop wood from this small little village town, then I'm your person. My name is so-and-so. And if you need anybody to babysit, and the list would go on and on, and everybody would share what they had to offer the community. And then after the sharing was finished, they would go and they would have dinner by that water, and then they would have a square dance. And then at a time they all knew, Craddock says he didn't know, <laughs> But they knew Percy Miller, with thumbs in his bibbed overalls, would stand up and say, time to go. <laughs> that was it. Time to go. And everybody left. <laughs> he would linger behind, and with his big shoe, Percy would kick sand over the dying fire. Craddock says his first experience, as his first experience of that happened... Percy saw him standing there still. And he looked at him and he said, Craddock, folks don't ever get closer than this. And that little community, they have a name for that. Actually, there are other communities that have the same name for it. The name is church. It's church. We are a community together. 
We are so privileged this morning to share in communion as a community. I'm sure you've noticed before those words are so very similar. In communion, we share what we refer to as the common cup. And even during COVID, when things have been so challenging, the idea still remains that we share together in this holy meal. We join our hearts as one. Those of us who are here, those of us who are at home worshiping today, our hearts connect together as one as we share in Holy Communion. And not just this church, but many churches across the world share in Holy Communion on the first Sunday of the month. So we are not just part of this lovely, amazing community of King Avenue, but we are part of church as a whole, community. So I invite you to prepare your hearts as we gather together at the table to share in Holy Communion. Amen.